You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. going on everybody welcome back to another episode of independent waters i am your host mikey manfredi and joining me as always is the other host of this show zach batista zach how you doing my man doing pretty good i uh just snubbled snubbled shuffled some <laughs> snow out of my in front of my house because apparently I new jersey weather show. was not playing around they said that we would get around seven to ten inches today and i said ha fucking show me it and then i looked out my then, window yeah. after finishing work and then my mom was like yeah it's been snowing all morning dude i was like fuck you went, ha, show me, and then Mother Nature went, I. It, it's literally like New Jersey weather. I bet. We've gone over this, like, I think last week we did this. Like, I, you always take it with a grain of salt. It's like, yeah, sure, fucking a foot of snow. I'll wait and see. And then it shows and up and you, you just like. You got got. I did. But thankfully, it's <laughs> still powdery, so, you know, it was, it was easier. I'm a little, my nose is a little uh, runny right now. But, hey, I'll take it over having to shuffle seven feet of ice tomorrow. Or seven Fair. inches. Man, I'm all over the place today. <laughs> I'm sure that'll be a blast. Well, oh, yeah. I think we I I think we got some good matches this week. We definitely I, have we definitely have one that we both watched that we're very excited to talk about. That oh, we'll get to a little later. Yeah. Uh, but why don't why don't we kick us off? I know it's been a minute. Uh, do you remember who started us off a couple I, of weeks ago? Let me think. So, I believe that I was the last one we that we reviewed before we did the one where we both watched it together, which means. Okay. That if it means that I went second. Okay, so this time you go first. Okay, so I decided to go. I have two matches this week. One is one is was a quite short match because the other well, yes, one. Yes, that's how this show goes. We both have two matches. That's how we usually do it. <laughs> yes, this is how things work. But one match was really long, so the other one's a bit shorter. So I'm gonna go with the shorter one for this one. I decided to watch La Rosa Negra versus Heidi Howitzer at Mission Pro Wrestling. I almost watched this match. Really? <laughs> yep. You know, I'm waiting very for interesting. Day. Very I'm interesting. One of these and we, days. we come we come close a lot. Oh, but, we uh, do. Actually, no, it wasn't this match specifically. But I almost did watch a La Rosa Negra match, which is kind of funny. We almost you almost watched that. There was uh, there was a match. I think it was the. Uh, oh, I remember now. It was um, it was Ricochet versus. Oh no! What's his name? Um. Uh oh my God! His name's on top of my head. He's a Samoan guy with the tour of the islands. Oh, uh, Ricochet, Rich, oh, Rich Cobb, my God. Jeff Cobb, Jeff, Jeff Cobb. Cobb, Jeff Cobb. That's Rich it. Yeah, Cobb. <laughs> yeah. That was you and I. You must watch that match the week I watched it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's anywho, a good match. Let's go with the match that I picked out for today. This match is very short, so I'm going to go into a lot more detail for this match than the other match because the other match is 20 minutes long. Fair. Okay, so. Side note about this match, and I want more. I wish refs more did this more. The ref in this match was wearing sunset, the uh, sunflower shorts. 
which I just thought was nice. Very nice. And I always like when promotions let the rest have like a personality or something like that makes them distinct from the crowd, like Red Shoes from New Japan or mm. just Aubrey's personality. Like I wish like refs had more of a personality a lot more. You know what I mean? I I, I think I think AEW is doing a lot with that. Yes, like we they have, are. We, I, th- I think we have we have good refs on AEW. Yes. Like we have we have Rick Knox. Um. Uh. Oh my God, Bryce Remsburg, Aubrey Edwards. It's, I always like when that. It's just a fun thing I like. I wanted to mention. My my favorite Bryce Remsburg moment, real quick, just to do a quick uh, side uh, side tangent, is when he was at Joey Janela's spring break and he oh, refed, he refereed the match Invisible yeah. Man versus Invisible Stan. I was hoping you talk about that. And the entire time, he the the only way he was able to see them was because he had bad boy vision, where he just put on a pair of sunglasses. <laughs> That looks like the ones that Joey Janela wears. And he just put on a pair of those. And he ref the match of two invisible wrestlers the entire time. And it was just Bryce Remsburg putting on a show for everybody. And it was incredible. Yes, it was. It's a good match. It was, indeed. (laughs) All right. So the match starts off with the two going for a test of strength. But since Heidi is slightly taller and stronger, she decides to kind of mess with Lodorosa. Like, she kind of, like, switches her arms every time she goes to reach for it. Or keeps her arms just out of reach. She's going like, ha, you're too short. Sucker. Eventually, La Rosa gets sick and tired of this, and she just kind of kicks Heidi in the gut, like when she has her hands up, and then she just clobbers her with a forearm, and then just kicks her in the corner, and then uh, attacks her left arm using the ropes. Uh, As I wrote, I put a note down here because these notes for from a week ago uh, before we decided we were going to do Effie's. uh, She's not playing around at all this match. She was pissed, Hmm. or at least she put on the thing, and she was irritated that she did that. She was. She is angry. Angry woman, too angry to be stopped. Then she comes back to the corner. Heidi hits her with a series of chops, which didn't have as much impact as I would have loved. And then throws mm-hmm. La Rosa into the other corner and hits a running uppercut and then a running forearm. She then starts the We Will Rock You beat for some reason, but I'm down for it. Hey, might as well. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Then hits a double hand chop to the chest, which is the uh, the Grizzly Magnum, as Keith Lee, as when Keith Lee does it, which doesn't get a ton of impact either. And this whole time I was like, damn, that would be nice if they actually had impact. And then... Then after this, oh god, I forgot she yells it. She yells, Titty City. Titty City! And then Why? does the same open hand double chop, except this time it had a ton of impact, and I remember thinking to myself, that's, there you fucking go. Nice. That probably hurt a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that probably sucked. So then Heidi follows us up with a huge German su- suplex after a clothesline from Lodorosa. Unfortunately mm-hmm. for her, Lodorosa gets up and then connects with a few strikes before getting Heidi in a wrist lock and attacking the same left arm that she attacked at the very start of the match. Mm-hmm. LaRosa then just okay. kicks the crap out of Heidi's hurt arm when she's on the ground before then pulling her injured arm into a Fujiwara, which oh. then makes worse by taking her open hand and grabs Heidi's hair and she just kind of yanks it back while she yanks her arm back. Okay. Nasty. Yeah, it sounds like it. Mm-hmm. LaRosa then uh, mocks Heidi's arm and going like, ow, oh god, because apparently being made fun of for being short <laughs> is just... Oh, oh no, my arm. Mm-hmm. And uh, then she just continues to just kick Heidi's arm using the ropes to just, like, hurt her even more. Like, you know, throwing it over the rope and then just pulling on it. There's a point where (laughs) she works over her arm again, right? Except Mm -hmm. this time, she's got her draped over the middle rope. And it's like she took the book of, like, what heels should do in all of wrestling. And then was like, I'm going to do all of them. So she bites her hand, claws her eyes out, and then runs her face, like, chokes her on the ropes. And I'm just like, she just did it all. Here's what I want to know real quick. Sure. If that book were to exist, what <laughs> what heels what heels should do? Who wrote it? Who wrote it? Who's hmm. who's the, who's the author of like the 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 text the heel textbook? I would 
say Chris Jericho because that man has evolved himself so many times and he's always I was I was thinking the same exact thing. (laughs) It definitely has to be like Jericho or like MJF, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Or like Edge, if anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. At this point, commentary actually mentions that this is a very different side of Hodoros that they haven't seen before. Because literally the last time they saw her, she was like dancing, just being a good, like, just a face. Mm-hmm. And now she's choking her out on the rope, Heidi out on the ropes, and just being, just, she's just being brutal with her. It sounds like it. It, it sounds rough. Mm, yeah, she then uses a wrist lock to flip Heidi onto her back so that she could hit, then hit a duo of leg drops onto her. Finally, mm-hmm. though, Heidi gets a comeback for a bit with a, knee, with a knee to the gut, followed by a big boot to the chest. She then locks La Rosa in a bear hug, which she then transitions into a northern light suplex. Except, unfortunately for Heidi, this leads into the finish, where as she goes to pick up La Rosa, La Rosa trips her and puts her in a bow and arrow lock. Okay, and then what's that? Wait, wait, time out. What's a bow and arrow lock? A bow and arrow lock is when you the you uh, one wrestler grabs the opponent by their chin, right? They then mm-hmm. grab both their legs and pull them back, and then they take both their knees and they put them into like the small of the person's back, and then they pull the legs and the uh, the chin backwards like a bow and arrow. Ow! It's very painful looking. Sounds and I, like it. I don't want. I don't want to ever be in something like that ever. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it tries the crowd might to get Heidi back into this. Like, they started cheering, she just taps, she can't escape out of it. Like, Lorosa uh, just wins it. Damn. Seems seems like a very sudden ending there, almost. It was very, uh, like, I, I did say it was short. Yeah, you're, you, that, that is fair. <laughs> you did mention that. Uh, I give this match a meh. It was a good, solid match. Like, I honestly, like, I, I would have liked for it to be longer. I would have been, it would have been nice to see Heidi do probably a bit more offense, but hey, I'll take it. Yeah, okay, okay. Nothing doubtful, yeah. nothing bad. Just like a nice, quick, like, ooh, wrestling. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh boy, wrestling. <laughs> I do love it. Uh, do so, love what me. do you, what do, you, what do you give this match in terms of rating here? I think I said meh. A meh? Okay, yeah. fair enough. Solid. Nothing fair like enough, blowing me off. Nothing like blew me out of the water. Nothing. Nothing that made me go. This is this is terrible, man. Just okay. stop. Okay. Thankfully. All right. So let's get to my first match of the night. Then we have. Chris Statlander taking on Davey N. I know. From a... Okay. Sorry, go ahead. No, I said I know Chris. I've never heard of that. The other wrestler, but... Do, do Davey, Davey N is a pretty prominent women's wrestler. I think we actually did see Davey N at the Collective during the Shimmer event. I'm going to look this I up. I believe she had a match. Um, Yeah, you look that up. I'll get into it. Uh, it was It was Women's Wrestling Revolution on Beyond Wrestling's YouTube channel. We got... These two taking taking each other on in a match, and this match was pretty good. Mm. Uh, it, it was it was a little short, but like like just like yours, but it was it was solid. Um, these two start off like the match immediately by just like I think Davy N slapped Statlander, and then it just they went back and forth with just slaps, and it looks like it looks like uh, Chris Statlander starts laughing, and she has to like hide her face for a second to get herself together. <laughs> Because it looks like while she's getting slapped, she just has this, like, huge smile on her face like she can't stop laughing about it. Uh, <laughs> by uh, the way, I looked her up. We did see a match with her. Yeah, I thought so. I thought so. I, uh, I, I recognize the name. I definitely remember. I, when I saw her, uh, what she, I saw her face, I was like, oh, yeah, I know, yeah, I've definitely watched her wrestle. Mm-hmm. Continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so in this match, Davian, we, we talked about being, no, all like, we talked about before how in your match, uh, La Rosa Negra was, like, no-nonsense, right? Mm-hmm. That's what Davian was in this match. Oh. Davian was no nonsense. Absolutely, like every time Statlander wanted to do something, she was like, "No, I'm going to elbow you or slam you or just wreck you 
whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to beat the crap out of you and pin you and end this match. <laughs> that that was Davy N's mindset in this one, I feel like. Fair enough. Uh, It was the old speed versus power, too. You know, Chris Statlander trying to go fast, trying to be energetic, trying to get the uh, athleticism. Mm-hmm. And uh, Davy N is just trying to slow that down and just really power through this one. Fair enough. Um, yeah, this one this one was just really this match was just really good. These two just absolutely like kicked the snot out of each other. There was one cool point where uh uh Chris Statlander does like a what do you what it's not like a like a I can't remember I can't remember the name of the move, but like you have him by the chin and you like throw him over your shoulder. Oh. Oh man, hold on. It's I like know. a really simple wrestling move that I can't remember the name of. Yeah, I, but, I like know. everybody does. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So she does that uh Davian rolls through into the corner, and then uh, Statlander rushes at her with a boot. Davian dodges it and like pushes her away, and then Statlet and she goes and like she falls to her knees because she's like a little tired. Mm-hmm. So like she like puts she puts all of her energy into shoving Statlander away. Statlander does like a back roll and just stands back up and just rocks her with a knee. Ooh! <laughs> it was like it was like oh this is oh oh no. <laughs> Oh God! Just right in the face. Uh, there was one point where um, Statlander was like on the apron, but she mm-hmm. was like laying underneath the ropes, and she was like hanging over the apron. Yeah. And Davian was on the outside, just throwing big boots at her. Oh my God! <laughs> Hit her with like three or four in a row, and just absolutely like knocked Statlander out. It was crazy. Mm. Um. Then there was a then there was a funny spot. Where uh, Statlander had Davian in the middle of the ring sitting down, and she grabs both of her hands, sticks them in her mouth, and then gives makes Davian gives herself a double wet willy, and then just kicks her in the back of the head. Ow! That's yeah. That's some cruel form of punishment if I've ever heard of one. Yeah, it was like funny, and then it was like it was like ha, too wet willy. Oh no! Oh, you just kicked her lights out, Jesus! That seems like the theme of what you told me so far. Of like, oh okay, uh, oh god. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like okay, that's a cool spot. That all of a sudden, just like some big gigantic kick happens. Fair enough. Um, yeah, and then the the end is like uh, a sequence where they're doing some rope running spots, and then uh, uh, Chris Statlander ends up getting like a like a spinning like a jumping spinning heel kick or something like that, uh, which ends up getting her the victory. Mm. And Chris Statlander wins this one over DVN. This match was good. I'm um I really liked it. These two like. Really played their parts well. Uh, Davian was a wonderful heel. Uh, Chris Statlander was good, like, underdog. Uh, and there was a one point where the crowd was chanting, like, E.T. Phone home. E.T. Phone home. Which was really funny. Like um, and Davian was shutting that down. Da- like, Davian was just a great heel in this match. She was just really playing the crowd, really making sure they knew that she was she was not here for any of Chris Statlander's alien nonsense. They just uh, don't understand, man. She's a fucking alien. She'll kick your ass. Yeah. Yeah, there was one point where Davy N just yelled at Statlander where she was like, do you, do you even know how to lock up? Uh. Like, <laughs> and then Chris Statlander just goes like, she like raises her hand. She's like, yeah, it's like this thing, right? <laughs> um, It was just good. Uh, I give this one a high meh. These two really put on a solid show. Nice. Uh, didn't break that. Didn't break that threshold for me, but the match wasn't bad even in the slightest. Uh, I really liked it. Both both very good women's wrestlers, both very good wrestlers in general. Uh so I and when you put these two in a match together, it was bound to be pretty solid. Fair enough. 
All right, so let's get to your second match of the day. Oh, boy, this fucking match. I was in the mood for a Sammy Guevara match. Ooh. Sammy fun. has been my boy in AEW since day one when he had the first match with Kid Sabian. I love the guy since I've seen him. I haven't kept up with AEW, but every time I see Sammy doing something, it always looks great. So I was like, I'm going to find a match of his, and I decided to do Sammy Guevara versus Zack Sabre Jr. at VIP Wrestling. Oh, nice. This was an amazing match that happened right after the Cruiserweight Classic in WWE concluded. Because I forgot, actually, that Zack Sabre Jr. was in that. Okay. Story, oh, oh, what? Oh, he was, wasn't yeah, he? He was in like the quarterfinals or like the semis. He didn't get to the finals, if I recall correctly. He might have gotten to the finals. He got far in the tournament, which I mean, if you've seen Zack Sabre Jr. wrestle, you know why. Mm-hmm. So this, and this actually goes to the story for this match. The story was that Sabre Jr. just competed in it, and that like you know he had done well, and Sammy was alleging that he had stolen his spot because he believed he should have been in that match. Because oh, that's interesting. That that's a cool storyline already is. off the bat, giving this match immediate stakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think yeah, this was also for um, I forgot the name of the belt, but it's a long. Hold on, it was a long ass <laughs> name for a belt. It was like a belt because Sammy was walking as the champ, and he wanted to prove that he was the one. Hold on, what's the name of this? What's the, I'm trying to think of what the name of this belt is. I have no idea, my dude. I didn't watch the match. I just listened to it. It's the Smash Mouth Wrestling Bull of the Woods Championship. That's why that's it's a mouthful. That's a mouthful. Yes, yeah. it is. And Sammy was the champ walking into this. So gotcha. the okay. crowd was very half and half for, the, for each wrestler in this match. Half the crowd loved Sammy. Half the crowd hated him. Half the crowd loved Sabre Jr. The other half hate, uh, hated him. It was, like, it was half and half. And I love when crowds are half mm-hmm. and half for each wrestler because it really makes them both like... It just makes the performance much better, in my opinion. Yes. Yes, you can tell that each both wrestlers have their fans in the crowd, and it's it's really I, I don't know I like I also like when it's not just like clear heel face you know mm-hmm. it's a nice dynamic that uh, I mean like granted don't get me wrong I love me when a crowd absolutely despises a heel and loves the face to death but like it's oh a nice yeah dyna- it's a like it's a nice dichotomy to it mm-hmm. all right it's a it's a nice change for sure exactly. So as I said before, this match is 20 plus minutes, so I'm not going to go into super detail about certain portions of it, because certain portions of it are like long of like similar-ish wrestling, but it's all really well executed. Mm-hmm. So the match starts off, the two just beat the shit out of each other to start the match, because like there is, there is heat, like from, you could tell like right from the start of it that each of them is like, like Sammy is like, not, he's like, I'm here to prove it, you're not better than me, and Zack Sabre's like, alright, whatever, come, mm-hmm. on, come on then. Uh, Bring it. The two then take each other to the mat, which leads to a really well-executed technical standoff between Sabre Jr. and Sammy. The two exchange holds, reverse holds, and, and like, going into this, commentary notes that they're actually surprised that Sammy's going head-to-head with Sabre Jr. in what is basically his forte, which is technical rest- mat wrestling, where Sammy's more known for high-flying stuff. And they're True. And the way they've kind of put, the way they kind of framed it, which I like, is that they were like, that Sammy was like, nah. I'm better than you. I deserve to be in there. I'm going to show you that I can take you head-to-head with your own type of wrestling, and I can stand toe-to-toe with you. And I love it. So now some notable points in this exchange. There's actually a point where um, Sammy actually opens up a few of Sabre Jr.'s own like holds on him, which commentary notes, which I would not have noted. And I was like, oh, wow, he's just like flexing on Sabre Jr. with his own holds on him. <laughs> just to show like how much homework he's done for each of his ma- on him for his matches. I love when wrestlers steal each other's moves. It's not mm-hmm. done enough. I think if I recall correctly, right after that, Sabre Jr. immediately gets out of it. And it's like, all right, you little fucker. Like, you little shit. You're going to fucking <laughs> put my own hold in me? All right. All right, let's fucking go. 
CSJ not happy. Oh uh, yeah, he there. You could tell like as this match got further on, which I'm kind of skipping ahead. Like Saber Junior, like the respectable Saber Junior, being like, "All right, let's have a match." Went from like respectable to, "All right, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you, and I'm gonna win because I'm not losing to you." I love it. I love it. I love the fire that got, mm. that gets lit under him. Another thing that I thought was nice was uh that they I don't know if they did it intentionally or not, but there while Sammy did stand toe to toe with Saber Junior at certain points, it is very clear that Saber Junior is much more proficient in this style of wrestling. Like there are points when, like Sammy will like put a hold in right, and only for Saber mm-hmm. Junior to immediately get out of and put his own in. And I like that because it showed that while Sammy is good at technical wrestling for this match, he isn't at the level of Saber Junior to be able to get out of a hold like that if he's like. Like yeah, you know, and I like that. It put character with Sammy of really trying, of him really trying to like show he's the man with this shit. Yeah, it's like Sammy's good, but he's not ZSJ good. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh man. Okay. So all right, I'm gonna read this out loud because last week Zach was really happy with the spot. So this week Zach's going to read this out. So there was a spot <laughs> that I that it that uh, last week Zach wanted to point out because it was apparently my favorite hold of this entire technical standoff. Because it's right after the two come up for air, after technically wrestling since the start of the match, it's just like five plus minutes of just straight wrestling. The two finally come up for air, and I was like, holy shit, that was a fucking sequence. So mm-hmm. Sammy gets Saber Jr. cinched in a single leg crab, and he's really working it over, right? Mm-hmm. Saber Jr. is able to actually turn s- turn like around and get Sammy's leg in the lock and reverse the hold on him, right? And tie his legs up. So now he's standing on his two feet with Sammy's legs both his legs are like tied up in like kind of like a um it's like both his legs are tied up and kind con- it's like a v- it's like um how do i want to describe this it's like a oh you know a still life finisher the venus flytrap yes it's like that except saber jr standing on top of both his legs and they're tied up and he's like and then he does a bridging like figure four-esque move where he uses his head to balance himself and then as he's doing it he just flips sammy the double birds as sammy is screaming in pain <laughs> as he's working over both his legs jeez awesome i think i saw that when the uh, match i did with um robbie eagles and uh saber jr it's always a cool looking spot oh yeah so then robbie this... eagles is and I, I i love that that I... whole uh, you know what we'll, we'll, we won't get into that match because that match was insane but that's just nuts watch that episode by we the talked way. about it already Mike, yeah go check it match, out and i reviewed that match too because he gave it to me fucking awesome match oh yeah what a what a goddamn show mm-hmm. so after this anyway match... sorry for interrupting go ahead. oh it's fine I, I'm fine with it. This is like, it's nice being able to talk with you and like, you know, it's like <laughs> conversations ebb and flow, as they say. Yes. So the match now really starts to pick up after Sammy gets out of this and like Irish whips Saber off the ropes, tries to leapfrog him. Saber Jr. catches him, his leg mid jump and slams him to the map on his leg again. Like he's really working over Sammy's leg here because, you know, Sammy's high flyer. Need your legs yep, to jump. Makes sense. We get some really nasty joint manipulation on the injured leg by Saber Jr., which he then falls up by. Oh, God, because, like, he's turning over Sammy's ankle and, like, really, like, just working over this leg. So Sammy's now on his, like, on his belly as he's, like, getting his one leg worked over. And Saber Jr. eventually gets sick and tired of this. Like, he's like, he's like, you know what? I'm done with this. And he holds his, he grabs the back of, he holds the leg in his hand. He looks at Sammy, and then he just starts to stomp on the back of his head while he holds his leg up in, like, this really nasty position. And then he locks in. Another single leg Boston crab, and then promptly slams the leg on the mat when he has to break the hole. Because he's standing on Sammy's head, basically, at this point, while he's got the the Boston crab locked in. Yikes. Like, it's just like, wow. Like, you could, basically, like, you could tell, like, he went from, like, all right, this is a respectful match to I'm, you disrespectful. I'm done. It's not I'm respectful done. anymore. This is not respectful anymore. I'm winning this. <laughs> 
So eventually, Guevara is able to come back off an Irish trip by leapfrogging over Saber Jr., backflipping over him, and then drop kicking him in the face. Mm -hmm. Sammy immediately gets on Saber Jr. because at this point he's been on him for like the last ten minutes, like five minutes, and he just stomps on him while he's down because it's just like a payback of like, yeah, bitch, fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, dude, fuck you, man. <laughs> Sammy's able to stay in control for a bit until we get to this nasty spot where Saber is able to grab Sammy's arm and twist it so his wrist is up. Then he uses his feet to keep his arm locked up. So his wrist is now up in the air, pointing towards the air, and he's got both his legs locking his arm like straight out. And then he just kicks him right in like near the elbow. So and it makes a real pop, loud popping sound, which is probably him slapping his thigh. But at the time, you could probably mistake it for him breaking his arm or his wrist. Zack Sabre Jr., man, hurts people in ways you never heard of before. This was like some, like, Shayna Baszler and, like, Pete Dunne level of, like, man- joint manipulation. Joint manipulation. And there were more right after this, too, because he worked right over Sammy's injured arm again, too. And Sammy, the whole time, by the way, is selling this, like, death like anyone should. Like, his arm is being literally broken bit by bit. Which is great. Oh I love when, when uh, faces sell it really well, because it's like, yeah. And, like, Sammy has points in this match, too, where he, like, really sells, like, what's being used on him. Like, because at this point now, Saber's now focusing on the arm of him, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a point where Sammy is on the ground by the ropes, and <laughs> Saber Jr. kicks him, right? Like, right in his injured arm, and the ref tells him to stop. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, and then he backs off before promptly walking over to Sammy and drop-kicking him in his injured arm onto the outside. Ooh. Then walks over to the barricade, and it's like one of those metal railing barricades with, like, the vertical bars. He takes Sammy's arm, he wraps it around the top pole, and he just starts yanking on it while he's on the outside. I'm just like, Bruh. It's like, shit. Bruh. Yeah, it was like a bruh. Dude, that. (laughs) Fuck, dude. And eventually, Sammy gets into the ring and drags himself to his feet with one arm. There's even a point here where I'm pretty sure Sammy starts to get up on his arm, realizes his hurt, like, like falls for a second, and catches himself with his other arm. Just, hold on. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, uh, so at this point, Sammy's, like, crawling his way up. Like, he's literally hanging off the middle rope by one arm. And Saber Jr.'s standing there, and he's like, all right, come on, hit me. Because Saber Jr. is, you know, a cocky little shit sometimes. And he's like, yeah, you're not even sometimes. worth it. <laughs> true, true, this is not wrong. And, uh, so, oh, man, like, so the thing is, like, unfortunately, a one-armed kick from a leg that's been worked over the match, combined with the fact that he can only really swing with one arm, doesn't really do much when Sammy tries to hit Saber Jr., and he does hit him, but it doesn't have much power behind it. So then Saber Jr. decides, all right, I've had enough of this. And he just kicks Sammy in his injured arm and sends him back to the mat. <laughs> all right. You know what? You, you tried hard enough, Sammy. Go, Go back, back to down, the mat please. now. Yeah. And then twice after this, Sammy hoists. So Saber Jr. hoists Sammy into the air by his injured arm. Like, you know, the, like the Undertaker, like, you know, when he like skins the cat, where he holds the guy arm in a, in a wrist lock. It's like yeah, that, the, uh, instead, the old school. Yeah, except instead, Saber Junior has his him holding him by the wrist lock, but he pushes him up in the air by the one arm. So he's just oh, like, okay. So he's just up in the air, being held up by his injured arm. Oh does it no! Once, does it oh, twice? No. And on the third time, though, Sammy counters it by landing on his feet when he goes to drop him on him again. Forearms Saber Junior into the corner, hits a jumping knee, and sends Saber Junior to the outside. And then follows it with an over-the-top rope backflip, which I think is like a tope con heel or something like that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That was the shit that I was like, this I was like, that's the shit from Sammy that I'm expecting. I was like, let's fucking go. I get this cool spot after this where Sammy goes for a moonsault on uh Saber Jr. He's on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. Uh Saber Jr. moves, he lands on his feet, 
He does a standing backflip, but Sabre Jr. moves again, so he lands on his feet again, and then he finally hits him with a standing shooting star press. Like, finally, after all that. Finally. Because Sabre Jr. was wily to not get hit with this. <laughs> Sammy then picks Sabre Jr. up into a fireman's carry. He does a few squats, as, does, as Sammy does, but uh, Sabre Jr. counters it with what I can only describe. Oh, God, I'm reading this now. What is a combination of an octopus and a rings of Saturn hold? Okay. So he wraps his leg around his head. Gets his one leg held like in like a hole where he's now basically Sammy's now contorted. He's got himself all holed up, and then he grabs both his arms and he puts him in a ring of Saturn while he's contorted up like this. Oh my god! Yeah, it was fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> it's a brutal <laughs> looking move, and I was like, damn. And also, I love me some rings of Saturn, Jesus. so I can't complain. The two then fight for control with the with uh Sam with Saber Jr just continuously using Sammy's injured arm to cont- get the edge on him whenever he can and whenever Sammy starts to make a comeback on him. The mm-hmm. two then try to roll each other up here and eventually Saber Jr goes for a running uppercut, but Sammy turns around and catches him by both his arms, which we've gone over with this, and turns into a backslide pin. Mm-hmm. He kicks out of it. Saber Jr then gets hit with a curb stomp by Sammy. Sammy goes for a shooting star does the shooting star and straight whiffs so he lands belly first onto the mat. And as soon as he hits this, Sabre Jr. Cr- transitions it into a cross arm arm breaker. Immediately, oh. like once he hits the ground, he locks it in. This is oh, some like man. Randy Orton onto Evan Bourne shooting star press shit right here. Yeah, sounds like it. Awesome. Oh, God. Sammy actually gets out of this with a buckle bomb, follows it with two double knees to Sabre Jr.'s face. Mm-hmm. Sammy goes for a 450, but again, Sabre Jr. is prepared and gets the double knees up and hits a dragon suplex onto him. And when that doesn't finish him, hit Sammy with the with the PK. I actually thought he was done here. I thought Sammy had lost, but he doesn't get the win off that either. He kicks out of it, and Sabre Jr. is flabbergasted. Commentary is like, oh, shit, he beats him with people with that. Fuck. Sammy put up a fight. Oh, yeah. And then we get to the finish where, Sammy, where Sabre Jr. picks Sammy up and just uppercuts the shit out of him. And then mm-hmm. he goes to run at him, and Sammy just super kicks him in the face once, twice. He just keeps super kicking Sabre Jr. in the face until he's on his knees and finally super kicks him in the face and knocks him down, gets up to the top, and then hits it with his signature 630 senton for the win. Nice. So Sammy Zayn gets the win here. Yep. Awesome. Sammy Zayn putting out a fucking awesome match. And the best part about that was when he did the 630, commentary was like, oh, he went for the 450. Oh, my God. What was that? He goes to the forefoot. Whoa! That that was more than it should have been. I I was like, that must have been like in my head the way I'm. I'm my canon is that's pre. That's Sammy like doing the six thirty before and then being like, yeah, I can fucking do this move like consistently. I could do one more rotation. I got this. Just remember that years later, in a match with against Darby Allen, he would do that exact (laughs) same move to him through a fucking table on national television. Yep. This match is fucking awesome. It gets a mark out from me. Love this goddamn match. Yeah, it this, sounds it sounds like it was amazing. I had this as like a mess slash high uh, slash markout, but I'm going with the markout, man. Like I, I fucking love this match. Yeah, great right. showing by both guys. Loved it. <sighs> Sorry about that. That was I, I did save you long, but whew. Ah, oh, no worries, dude. No worries. You never have to pop off about a match you're excited about. That's always the fun of this show when mm-hmm. we just get to rant and rave about matches we love. All right, I'm ready. My body's ready. What do you got? My second match is from Wrestle Circus. Ooh, let's go. We got ACH taking on Chris Hero. Oh, oh shit. Chris, Chris Hero, for those who don't know, uh, you may know him better as Cassius Ono from NXT. 
uh, and I know he recently got released, and we haven't seen him in a while. Like just even even Chris Hero, like, like he just hasn't been wrestling in a bit. Like like I like um I know he went to NXT. He showed up in UK. I think then he got released. I don't know, but I know he has a subreddit for him where he's like pretty active on it. If I recall correctly, last time I heard anything about Hero, but yeah, I've, he's just been MIA for me. But you know, I you're hoping one day he gets back on the independent scene. I can watch more Chris Hero matches because I think he's awesome. Yeah, I hope so too. Uh, especially, especially after I watched this one, this match was awesome. So I would love to see more of them. Uh, it starts off with some very solid chain wrestling, which is expected from uh, ACH and Chris Hero, two great grapplers. Uh, there's some great in ring banter. They like they like go back and forth the whole match, and it's very good. I love banter. I love when wrestlers like really get. There's into one it. point where um, ACH tries to hit Hero with a shoulder block. And hero just and he just like bounces off hero, and then hero hero oh just hero just goes, oh oh I was waiting for you to hit me with a shoulder thing and I didn't even feel it. Oh my god! And he's like and he's like you want to try again there, bud? And ACH is like, yeah yeah okay I will. So he like he like gets geared <laughs> up and he runs and he hits him again and he just bounces off again and he's like ooh ooh man yeah that that one that one stung a little bit more, and then uh. <laughs> But ACH gets pissed, so he goes, he, like, gears up, and he's like, you do one to me! <laughs> and Hero's like, you want me to hit you? Me. And he, like, does, like, the... He's like, okay. Uh, <laughs> so he, like, he like uh, ACH, like, gets geared up, he, like, sits in the middle of the ring, he, like, tenses up, like, gets ready to take the hit. Hero's, mm-hmm. like, getting the crowd going, he's, like, clapping, clapping, he, like, does the running in place thing, and then mm-hmm. he just, and then he just stops and just super kicks ACH. Ah. <laughs> uh- <laughs> Classic fake out. Yeah, and then he just like puts his hair up. Like he's it's just so funny. He was like getting it all ge- getting the crowd all geared up and he's just like, nah, bam. <laughs> uh that was really funny. Uh they, they end up getting up to the outside at one point, uh and Hero's on the outside and it looks like uh ACH getting ready for like a tope. Uh mm-hmm. he runs across he runs on the ropes. Hero goes like around to like dodge it. But then ACH mm-hmm. stops, hops over the ropes, runs around the Ooh. corner, like around the turnbuckle, and okay. gets on the apron on like the on like the uh, other side of the ring where Hero mm-hmm. is. And Hero just turns around. ACH just full on rushes at him and just gives him a penalty kick that looked like it could go through like four people. Oh, <laughs> it sounded that one in the morning. Yeah, it sounded like it sounded like a gunshot. Like it was loud and ACH is in the ring afterwards just like holding his foot like oh that hurt <laughs> <laughs> and Hero Hero was just like on the ground on the outside just like dead oh my god that's I like him still in the foot of like oh god I punched him I kicked him too hard he's like I kicked oh him god. so hard that hurt so bad <laughs> then the, yeah uh, there was one and then they got, they get back on the outside uh, I think ACH goes back on the outside to catch Kiro. They start like punching each other on the outside a little bit. ACH is hitting chops, kicks, elbows, but Hero's still standing. Uh, and then ACH goes to hit him with one. Chris Hero just blocks it and just rocks ACH. Ooh. Absolutely levels him. Yeah, that's the Chris Hero I expect to hear about. Yeah, Man, just straight levels him with a right hand, and and ACH is just out cold. Like just he, he like his his head is just like underneath the ring. There was somebody. Oh, God. There was somebody in the crowd that was like, "I think he's dead." Like just. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I man, oh I I miss I miss Wrestle Circus. That was that was something special. Wrestle Circus is the promotion where we watched uh, Orange Cassidy versus Gentleman Jervis, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I've also watched. There was all. Uh, I also watched in Wrestle Circus. I think it was MJF versus Leo Rush, which was awesome as well. Mm, that sounds like a good ass match. Yeah. No, it was Leo Rush. It was MJF versus somebody. I think. I, I think it was, was it Leo Rush, Sammy Guevara. That's also a great match. I think it was. If it exists. He's going away at it, folks. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in research mode now. I love Russell Circus. Literally, I've only watched one match, and it was Orange Cassidy versus Gentleman Jervis, which is hilarious. And the crowd was awesome for that match. So I assume that the crowd was usually pretty good for these types of matches. Was it this one? No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think it was that because that match doesn't look like it exists. I forgot who it was though. It was, I think it might. It was Leo Rush versus another high flyer, and it was very good. So, I mean, Leo Rush is great. Russell so. Circus, yeah. Um. Anyway, back back to what we were doing. So AC ACH Chris Hero. Mm-hmm. Uh uh this match was super sick. There was there was another spot that I loved that was really funny where uh ACH was like getting in some hits, some back and forth, and uh Hero was a little woozy, and then ACH mm-hmm. goes behind him, goes to do like a German. Yeah. And Hero's face just like just like goes like you really think you could do this, man? <laughs> ACH goes to lift him. He gets him like a little bit off the ground, and Hero's just like, like absolutely no facial expression at all, just completely like no selling it, just like whatever. So, like, so you've chosen death. Yeah, uh, and then like he elbows him off, uh, and then ACH gets gets back at him, goes for it again. Hero again, stone face because he's like he's not going to be able to lift me, and then like he just hits him with like a snap German, just like what. Ooh. Hero lands Ooh, right up, like almost on the like right perfectly on his shoulders. It was crazy. Uh Damn, dude. It was super, super quick. It was really funny though how Hero was just like completely like, oh no, he's not gonna be able to lift me. And then ACH is like, try me, bitch, and just wow. <laughs> like <laughs> uh then there was one point where Hero throws like ACH out, but he gets he, he catches himself on the apron and he hits like mm-hmm. one of those rope assisted instaguries. But yeah. before he does I'm pretty sure he just yells Falcon kick and then just does it. <laughs> and I was like, did he just, and then it's, right after that, hero's a little woozy and, uh, ACH goes for like, uh, uh, like a through the ropes DDT or something. Mm-hmm. And he yells, get over here. <laughs> so He's ACH just like taste. randomly starts busting out video game references. And I was like, oh, sick. This man has taste in video game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was like, did he just, were those cool? <laughs> like, <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, there was one. There was one point, and then after that, he gets up on the top rope to go for a four fifty, uh, mm-hmm. which he hits. But Chris Hero, as he's coming down, Chris Hero grabs him by the neck and hits yeah. him with like a suplex neck breaker. I it was like it was like a crazy neck breaker where he just does. He basically Wait. just does a suplex. Yeah. But you know how like usually they hook him by the head and then like put their arm over and do the mm-hmm. suplex. It was a suplex, except he didn't put the arm over. He just had him by the head. Oh. And he just, like, rips him over and, like, spins. So it was like a neck... It was like a combination neckbreaker suplex. I think I know, what you, I know what you're talking about, yeah. And it was very cool looking. Hero goes for the pin, doesn't get it. Uh, ACH kicks out. Everyone was... The, the crowd pops off. Uh, then mm-hmm. then there was a point where Hero gets uh, ACH in, like, uh, Styles Clash position. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looks like like he has him just like the Styles Clash. And then he does. Yeah. He like looks in the. He like he has his big smirk on his face. He looks at the crowd. He does the part where he puts his legs like around them, so mm-hmm. everyone thinks he's going for the Styles Clash. Yeah. And then you hear one person in the crowd just go, "No, don't do it! It's too dangerous." <laughs> <laughs> and then he just flips them off and hits a pile driver. Uh. <laughs> then there's then after that, uh, heroes like just dragging dragging ACH around. He yells mm-hmm. to one fan in the crowd who like brought like a crown with them, like a like a, yeah. they were wearing like a crown. Mm-hmm. And he goes, it was like a fabric crown though, so it wasn't like a hard. It was just like a foam, like whatever. Yeah, not foam. Yeah, what you get it. Uh, he goes, y- can I have that like real quick? And the fans like, yeah, sure. Just takes it off, like folds it up, and like frisbees it to him. And catches mm-hmm. it. Well, he doesn't catch it, but that's not a big deal. Uh, he he grabs it. Uh, mm-hmm. Chris Hero puts the crown on ACH's head while he's all groggy against the ropes, and he just goes, "Give up while you're ahead," and then just like oh. loads up a right and just mm-hmm. punches here and punches ACH so hard that the crown just flies back into the crowd. Oh my god! <laughs> like absolutely levels him. I guess he shouldn't lose his head. Da 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 da. Ba. <laughs> uh, this match was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was really, really good. But uh, ACH does end up getting back into it, uh, knocking, taking out Chris Hero, getting the 450 again. But this time it gets the one, two, three, and uh, ACH ends up winning this match. Nice, good big win for ACH. Yeah, yeah, this match was super good. I uh, I went into this match with like. Not really expecting much, but then coming out pretty surprised. I guess that I guess that's a lie because I it's ACH. I always expect a lot from him because he's just awesome. <laughs> uh, but this match was really good. Uh, whatever expectations I had were kind of blown out of the water. Uh, especially I, I don't know. I was just I was just very impressed by it. Uh, I think I'm very much I'm very much debating between High Met and Mark Out. But I oh wow. Oof. I'll I'll stick with the high meh. I don't think it popped me off very hard, but I will say I was very impressed and it was very good. Uh mm. it, it didn't it didn't like completely snap that threshold for me. Uh mm. but it was it was it was, it was still very good matchup. These two were very entertaining. The banter was great. It kept me in it a little more, it made it a lot more interesting. Um and I really like this one. So uh yeah, this is a high meh ACH versus Chris Hero from Wrestle Circus. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I miss, like I said, I miss Wrestle Circus. They, 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 they put on some like hidden gems of matches. Whatever happened to them anyway? I mean, they're, they're obviously not a thing anymore. But wh- why? They, they ran out of money. Fair they enough. Were, they were streaming for free on Twitch, and like their, oh. their in-person sales just weren't keeping high enough. Their subs weren't enough on Twitch. They just weren't making oh. enough money. That's sad. Unfortunately, it, it does suck. I do, I do miss Wrestle Circus. I hope one day they get a chance to come back. And uh, really, knows? really Maybe. blow everyone away. Maybe they will. Yeah, especially especially with how much bigger streaming is, I feel like they would have such a such a bigger audience too. Hmm. Um. So let's get into the match now that we both shared both of our matches. Uh, let's get into the one we both took a look at this week. Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> and this this is from uh, FCP Project Mayhem Eight. We have Cara Noir taking on Speedball Mike Bailey. God, this match. What a match this was. Zach, you want to tell us a little bit about it? All right, so this match starts off Mike Bailey coming out. He's in his traditional karate gi. If you know anything about Mike Bailey, he's 
very much like the, the guy dressed up in the karate outfit with his amazing offense. The man is known for his strikes and his athleticism. Mike Bailey is awesome. And he comes out to Brass Monkey by Beastie Boys. Yes, Brass Monkey. <laughs> that chunky monkey. Which is very funny to me. <laughs> I was literally, I was like, you know, this wasn't the music I was expecting from Mike Bailey, but I like it. Exactly. I wasn't expecting it, but did I love it? Yeah. <laughs> then in comes Cara Noir with all of his Phantom of the Opera and just dramatic theater-like entrance that you would expect from Cara Noir. And it's hilarious because while he's doing this entrance, Bailey is so freaked out, he jumps out of the ring and is on the entrance ramp going, what the fuck? What the hell is that? So much so that when they're announcing each competitor and Carr's in the ring and he's done his bow, he's taken his mask off, the guy announces Carr and then he goes, from the entrance ramp, speedball, Mike Bailey. And he's like, he's just on the ramp, like yeah. looking at Carr. It's like, a, what the fuck am I about to wrestle right now? Yeah, awesome. right? Like, like, what I is, loved how much what he is hammed that up. Yeah. I loved it. Because Carr had just had this big grin on his face and I was just like, oh, he's playing the mind games. Yep, can get living inside living inside Mike Bailey's head red free this match, I think. Mm-hmm. And then like the match is about to start and Speedball walks over, he bows, he does the traditional thing you do before any spar match you want, the handshake from your opponent, just the honorable thing. And Kara, like, <laughs> he just wants Kara to he's begging him, and Kara's like theatrically but exaggerating, like drawing it out, like putting his hand down and then swerving it up. Kara makes this Kara builds up for this handshake for like three minutes. <laughs> like mm-hmm. he's just like, and oh, progressively. <laughs> also, you can hear like the crowd like in the background like a little bit, like just like oh, <laughs> oh, like every time he like swoops around his hand. Mm-hmm. And like Bailey, the whole time is like, please just please shake my hand just, so I, we can just I want, wrestle. I want to start this match. <laughs> oh my god! And then I love it how he finally gets his handshake. He goes back to the ring. The match starts. Kara turns around and Bailey just jumps Kara. He's like, yeah. he's done with this shit. <laughs> Bailey just, just gets right up on him, beats him down, knocks him to the mat, kicks the rope in frustration, and with that, the match finally starts. Finally. And I'm gonna say right off the bat, this match, this is a hard hitting but weird match that I really liked, and you'll see why it's weird in a second. Yeah. Uh, this was, this match was insane. These two, these two both have such a, a unique arsenal of moves. Mm-hmm. And when you put them together in a match like this, it just lets them both get even more creative yeah. and do like even wackier and wilder things to each other. Mm-hmm. And it was, it really made for a special match. Yeah. Like it starts out like a bit tame, like, you know, like Bailey's just hitting Carr over and over again. And Carr like is selling it exaggeratingly and like kind of mocking Bailey. Mm-hmm. And eventually he seriously starts to strike back and knocks Bailey and like is knocking Bailey down. The two of them like have a back and forth until Bailey drop kicks uh Carr in the face and sends her to the outside. And he goes for a suicide dive and fakes out Carr and then does this really like just I just love how hammy he did it of like this um a bow and then a half-ass ballerina twirl in the middle of the ring to mock Kara. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that gets Kara mad. So when mm-hmm. Mike Bailey goes back to like do like a tope or something or go on the ropes, Kara just catches him and just traps him in the top rope mm-hmm. and gets him all tangled up. But then Kara doesn't do oh. anything to capitalize on that. All he does is just crawl up to Bailey while he's stuck in the ropes and just lick his face. He, like, rubs his face all over Bailey's body. Like, Bailey's literally hanging upside down in the ropes, like, freaking out as Kara's licking his body and his face. Yup. And it's hilarious because he gets up and he turns around and he's got a big-ass white mark of paint on his cheek, on his chest, and he is 
livid again. Yes, he's like, yes, How he's dare back to being you. very angry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he briefly, like, oh my god. So, like, Kara gets uh, Bailey in a hold, though. He, like, gets him in, like, this, like, butterfly position where he's, like, pushing his knees onto Car- onto uh, Bailey's knees, and he's got him pinned. Mm-hmm. He gets... So, Bailey gets out of this, and we, at this point in the match, I'm like, oh, yeah, don't both these guys that wear any wear any boots. And then we get to the point where Bailey grabs Kara's foot as he goes to kick him, and he just loudly slaps the bottom of his foot, which I was like, oh, that's pins and needles right on your feet. Yep. And then Kara does the same thing, and I'm like, what the hell is this match? And they just keep going back and forth. They just have, like, a like a chop, like, a, like the chop battles, but instead of, like, on their chest, they just keep chopping the bottom of each other's feet. Yeah. Which it, also, I think it's so funny that um, Mike Bailey wears kick pads, but he doesn't wear boots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From what I've heard from, I think it was Kip Saban when he had Sammy Guevara on his show, uh, Bailey's really good at his kicks because for some reason, like because he does his kicks so well executed and like the kick pass losing her himself, the kicks never really hurt that much. And I remember that uh, Kip Sabian said Bailey did one singular kick to him, like one kick that was like not the correct way to take it. And all he, he said that when the match finished at backstage, his chest was just red and blue from like the one kick that was just the wrong way it was supposed to go. Yeah, it's almost like Bailey's good at what he does. Like, like, oh, yeah. like I feel like Bailey. Like Bailey, definitely, you could tell. Actually, that that gi he comes in in isn't just for show. Oh yeah, clearly, like, this... clearly, he's done some some studying of martial mm-hmm. arts because when he this... has incredible knowledge. This man's got the Daniel Bryan kicks, which means he doesn't slap his thigh when he kicks people. Like he kicks them, and the sound you hear is legit his foot hitting their chest, mm-hmm. and it is loud. Yeah, yeah, Bailey's very good at what he does. <laughs> so uh, after this, them smacking each other, the bottom of each other's feet. Bailey gets the uh, upper hand on Kara after he drops him to the ground and then drops two knees on his chest. Mm-hmm. The two then strike off with each other, this time hitting, like, two near-identical offensive maneuvers on each other almost. Yeah. But again, Bailey ends up on top, hitting this time hitting, oh my god, I said he ends it with an otherworldly standing corkscrew shooting star onto Kara, which always looks fucking nutty to me because it looks like he's defied gravity for three seconds and then just lands and Gravity's like, all right, you had that pass. Yeah, you- no more. <laughs> we'll give you a pass this one time. This one match time in this match, you may do this move. <laughs> and then I love how he hits it. He's like, yeah, I'm the shit. And then Carr immediately responds by shotgun drop kicking him into the corner again. Yes. yes. And the two then get back into another back and forth. Carr clotheslines Bailey to the ground and knocks them both down. Carr goes for his sleeper finisher, which thankfully since I've watched so many Carr Noir matches, I was like, oh shit, he's locking that in. But Bailey turns it into a pin. Mm-hmm. Kicks the shit out of Kara for his, for that, and then backflip double knees onto him again. Yes. Oh, oh, what else is there? There's this really cool spot here where like Bailey goes to kick Kara again, and Kara like smoothly reacts to it by just kicking out the standing leg he's on and just knocks him down to the ground, <sighs> and then follows it up by a headbutt which knocks them both down. Yes. And I love how. <laughs> I just like how the facts, like, because the two have already chopped the shit out of each other's chest, they're like, fuck it. We can do the chest, the, the, their feet. They're like, let's chop each other's chest, too. And they just chop the shit out of each other. We, we've like, chopped each other's chest. We've chopped each other's feet enough. Let's do the chest now. Sure, the old classic. <laughs> Kara gets Bailey in another in the sleeper hold again. And in order to count this, we get this really scary spot. Oh, my God, I'm remembering how scary this match was at points. Where Bailey runs out of the ropes of Kara still on his back and dumps them both to the outside. It's not that scary, but it's mm-hmm. a bit scary. Yeah, so but then this is the fun part where they're on the outside. This is the crazy yeah. sequence that I was dying to talk about. I was like, I was like waiting. I was like, I was like, please, I want to talk about this so bad. 
So, yeah, Bailey gets up, puts Kara in the ring, and then we get to this series of really scary but nutty-looking spots from Kara. Yeah, so it starts I'll off... I'll let you start. Yeah, oh, it's, I, think, I think it's, it's the one I'm talking about. It's the one where Bailey is, like, on the apron. Mm-hmm. And then yep. Kara just runs from across the ring, like, just, like, vertical leaps over the ropes <laughs> and gives Bailey a Hurricane Rana to the outside. Yep, and he doesn't fully rotate and lands shoulders slash head first onto the outside, which I was like, oh my god, I'm like, are you fine? He's obviously fine, this uh, was a while good. ago. But god, was that scary. Yeah, so but, then Bailey, but then Bailey doesn't just give in to that. He, Bailey gets up, runs into the rig, runs to the apron, gets up on the turnbuckle, and hits a moonsault to Cara yeah. Noir. He, yeah, it's like he jumps, he goes to the corner, jumps up, and then just moonsaults out onto him. And then he throws Car into the ring. Car doesn't want to get one up again, so he hits his own backflip from the ring while Bailey's posing on the outside. Mm-hmm. Except Car doesn't fully flip, and he lands on his head and neck on- first onto the apron. And I was fucking terrified because I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "Are you okay?" Stop! Yeah. But after all this wild, after all this wildness, that last cone he low from Car uh, uh, Noir may- ends this ends this crazy spot, and these two are just laying on the outside of the ring. Uh, the ref. The ref starts his count. 20, I think. They almost get 20, to 20. Yeah. They got to 19, and they both go to slide in, and uh, Bailey goes Bailey. to... Uh, Bailey, like, rips Kara Noir back and yeah. tries to slide in the ring, but then Kara Noir just grabs Bailey by the feet and just rips him down. Yeah, like, he stops for seconds. The ref's like, we gotta get him back in the ring, and Bailey's like, what? what? And then he just gets thrown into the fucking apron. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> the two both get on the apron, and then proceed to take turns kicking the shit out of each other. Like, they're literally, like, chest first away from the apron, just kicking the shit, taking turns hitting each other. Mm-hmm. Until Kara catches Bailey's foot, and he's like, you know what, I'm gonna play more mind games with you. And he bites Bailey's foot. Chomp. And then Bailey, at this point, is like, fuck it. We're getting, we're weird at this point. Fuck <laughs> it. And he just grabs Kara when he tries to kick him, and he just bites his own foot, his, his foot. I do love Bailey just, like, accepting it. Just like, yeah. yeah, you know what, fuck it. Yeah, we're getting weird. Fuck it. I'll still kick the shit out of you. And then... He puts the they put he, he puts his foot down. The two of them try to kick each other at the same time. They both catch each other's feet and then bite each other's feet again. Yep. And then Bailey kicks out Kara's leg, does the backflip, double knees onto Kara's chest again, which never stops looking cool. Just because it's just a really nice looking move. It never it never stops looking cool. Yep. Bailey then hits Kara with a modified torture rack into a driver, but he doesn't get the pin. He's very frustrated by this, so he goes over to Kara in the corner and just stomps him. Just completely stomps the shit out of him. Yeah. Puts a gl- put, hits him with a glory... Uh, what is it? Um, oh, my God. What's the name of the, what the... When the New Day did it back when they were still the New Day? Like, the three-man <sighs> version? That's a glory something. It's like a, stomping a glory hole or something like that. I have no idea. That's something like that. It's like a, they call it the unicorn stampede. Oh, stomping a mud hole? Yes, that's the word. But, yeah, it's yeah. just like a... Because it's something about a glory... I don't know. I can't remember the entire thing. This bit's gone too long. Fair enough. <laughs> So, uh, Bailey sets Car up in the corner for something, but Car gets out of it, so whatever it was, we'll never know. And then this sets off this chain of counters and reversals and strikes between the two, which finally ends with an amazing Spanish fly by Bailey onto Car. Very good. Very good. Yeah, it was, like, remember... it was like a weird Spanish fly, though, because it wasn't like, it was like a twisting Spanish. Like, it, it was, was like, like a... <sighs> it's it's kind of like a... Like, the way I put it is, like, the two of them cross-bodied each other, but instead of just hitting each other and falling to the ground, they spun. It was like a... You know what it, you know what it reminded me of? It was like a Spanish fly, 
but instead of like yeah. doing the backflip, it was like a Spanish fly power slam. Yes. Almost. Yes, that's a good way of describing like it. Like that actually, Randy yes. Orton like power slam where he like spins them around. It was like mm-hmm. that, except in the air. <laughs> exactly. That looked fucking awesome. I remember thinking to myself, yeah, Mikey will probably really will probably really like that because I know you're a fan of the Spanish fly. Yes, that was one of that was a very, very cool spot in this match that I did I did enjoy a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh oh my god. What else we have? So Bailey goes for the suplex, but Carr counters it with a snap neckbreaker, which always looks brutal no matter what any anytime anyone does it, where like they snap them, they hit them with a neckbreaker and then snap and sit on the ground when they do it. Mm-hmm. Always looks nasty. So then we get to the part where Bailey goes ba- <laughs> So <laughs> Bailey swings, Carr fakes it out and dodges it, and then just licks Bailey in the face. Yeah. And then Bailey grabs Carr's face and just licks his face. <laughs> They're just the licking each then, other's faces. They're That's just fine. licking each other's faces, and like Bailey's like, "Oh, stop, stop!" And the car, like at one point, like just like goes to <laughs> car wins it. By the way, by like like he like gets Bailey on like his knee and like pushes his head face back, and just licks all the way up like up near his eye or something like that. And I was just like, "What the fuck is yep. this?" Car Noir is a nutty person. <laughs> Bailey tries to clothesline him, but Car hits a snap German on him, which looked awesome. And that and that he... scared the hell out of me. I thought. I thought Bailey landed directly on his neck. Oh my god! And then he hits into an Ushiguroshi right after that. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, y'all! You two. Oh no! Oh, you this guys... is the part where I was also you... scared for Kara again. So Kara goes for a package pile driver, but Bailey gets out of it. Right? Mm-hmm. You two are—they're kicks... literally going to kill each other. Yep, because he kicks out Kara's leg, kicks him in the face, goes for a springboard moonsault. Kara kicks him out of the air, and I think to myself, "Oh, that was an awesome spot." And then Bailey lands on Kara, and his feet just kick Kara in the back. Then, and I'm like, at this point. For me, Car's fallen on his head twice now, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Oh my god, stop, stop doing this! Please stop, <laughs> please!" God, it was giving me some New Japan flashbacks, and I'm like, "You need to stop landing on your neck right now, please!" But not as bad. Please, please stop landing on your neck, please. I beg of you. <laughs> oh my god. So and then Car just doesn't let it get get the better of him, and immediately just picks Bailey up and hits an enormous package pile driver onto him. Mm-hmm. And then Bailey kicks out of this, of course. So Kara cinches in a rear naked choke again, which is his finish. But Bailey kicks out, gets out of it, kicks Kara in the face, and then Kara goes for a drop kick, and he just kicks him out of the air. <laughs> <laughs> so then there's the sixth spot where Bailey goes for a spinning roundhouse kick. It's like a full on, like full full rotation, like gonna take his head off. Some mm-hmm. trouble in paradise shit here. Kara catches him out of it into a rear naked choke, which was so clean and so smooth that I was like, damn, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> and then Kara does let go for a moment, only to beat the shit out of Bailey and put him in it again. And then we get to the finish, finally. So Bailey is still in this chokehold, and he gets Kara in the corner. And Kara, of course, is forced to go to the top rope because he wants to keep the hold since And he gets up, and he pulls Bailey up, and he's, like, really choking him. But he has to let go eventually. And this gives Bailey the opportunity to hit a one winged angel basically for a near fall, which I thought was the finish. I was like, oh my god, he actually fucking kicked out of it. He was as surprised as I was. And then he immediately followed it up by hitting the ultimate weapon, which if y'all don't know, because Car So Kara's getting up, he's got himself bent over with his back over. The ultimate weapon is when Mike Bailey does a shooting star and he lands both of his the back both of his knees onto his opponent's back and knocks him to the ground. Yeah, it's a, sh- a shooting star meteora. For sh- yeah, yeah so that's a good way of actually. Yeah, that's a really good way to describe it. Actually, it's a it's a shooting star meteor called the Ultimate Weapon. It's if very you, very sick. If you go to Mike Bailey's Twitter, you'll he has like a pinned tweet to show off the move. It's a fucking awesome finisher. Yeah, it rules. rules. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that does get him the win. Uh, 
And this, huh. match, this match finally comes to an end. These two Mikey, can breathe. What'd you think of that match? I mean, it was a mark out. Oh, yeah. Easy that mark match. out. I, I don't think I don't think I've watched a single Mike Bailey match that wasn't a mark out or like five stars in my mind. Every time I watch Mike Bailey, I'm blown away. This is a win for me because I've seen a total of two matches with Mike Bailey. Three. Now you had two. One was with Walter and this this one. And he has put out a very good show every time. And I love Car Noir. I, 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 there's one person that I'm glad that I've seen on this show a lot. He is one of my favorites. I fucking love Car Noir. Mm-hmm. And I've never had a match be so weird, but so well executed and hard hitting and brutal. <laughs> so weird, but so good. Like, like I, I glossed over a lot, and so did Mike and I. But like, they these kicks were fucking brutal. And yeah, all, outside of the three spots, I think I mentioned were like they didn't fully rotate. Like all the spots were clean as hell between these two. Mm-hmm. Love this match. It's an easy markup for me. Agreed. Definitely very easy mark out. I also liked how when they left, Mike Bailey left, and he was like, yeah, and Carr walked out, and he suddenly just got a pair of roses from someone in the crowd. I was like, okay, cool. I like how the two of them had their little sign of respect there. It was nice. This is a this is a great match. Oh, my God. I, I'm... I need to sit down for a second. I I am sitting. I yeah. need to lay down for a second after yeah. that. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll, I'll give you a second to recover as we go into the Double Down. The Double Down. It's now time to find out if the match was, you know, actually good or bad. I don't know. It's time for the Double Down. Back to the ground. Yeah, <laughs> back to the ground. <laughs> this, is the, this is the segment of the show where we take a flashback to last week and we uh, check out matches from each other's perspectives. Uh, right now, I, I think the match you gave me, we'll, we'll, we'll get right into it. We'll give you a chance to lay down. We'll get into the match you gave me this week, which was Adam Pierce versus Adam Page from Ring of Honor. Uh, yeah, I remember I liked this match quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, this match was pretty good. Uh, these two absolutely just went, just went at it. Like, it, like it was the, it was young Adam Page learning how to, learning how to be a wrestle boy from a lot of veterans. Like, he had all of his coaches. Uh, Adam Pierce was trying to be a dickhead. Like everyone was just being a dick to Adam Page. I felt like this time around, and I felt so yes. bad. <laughs> yes, they were. Uh, there, like Pierce was playing super dirty this whole time. He does the handshake and it gets Page off guard with a sucker punch. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's being a dick to the crowd. He's being a dick to the ref. Adam Page is just being a dick to everybody. Not Adam oh, Page. Yeah. Adam Pierce is just being yeah, a dick to everybody. I, it's a miracle that I. Barely, I, I messed up as many times. It's very easy to get their names messed up. I just did it again. But yeah. yeah, I think I remember saying you like the like Adam Pierce and the fucking ref had like this fucking mini rivalry that I love. He was just like you, bitch, you fucking bitch. Let me win, <laughs> dirty. Yeah. Um. So, oh man, the when when Pierce was being an absolute, I don't know, Pierce just being an absolute dickhead was just so funny to me, like, the whole time. I loved it. Like, no matter what. And I love, and I love, like, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed Adam Page with his, like, plain, his plain black trunks and his Mm. plain black boots with his stupid little haircut. (laughs) Being like, I'm gonna be the best wrestler! He's doing, like, he's doing drop kicks and Pierce is Mm -hmm. just like, can we get this match over with? Get this kid back to the back? kid's garbage it's past his bedtime or something i don't know like oh, it's such a fierce thing to say based on how he was in this match yeah i uh, i thought it was i thought it was a good a good uh uh story point that page kept getting distracted by his coach on the outside 
Yeah, the one like, that he uh, liked a lot, right? Yeah, he kept like looking for advice, and it kept messing with his match because he kept looking away from Pierce, who was just able to get the upper hand when he wasn't paying it when Paige wasn't paying attention. There was one spot where it looked like Paige was finally getting some offense in, uh, but then. Again, he looks to his coach and was a little distracted, and Pierce turns him absolutely inside out with a lariat. Oh, I remember that. And it looked like he, like, when I say it looked like he got turned inside out, it literally looked like he got turned, like, inside out, and his mm-hmm. muscles were just on the outside. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fatality. Yeah, literally. Um, but Paige does end up coming back. Adam Pierce goes for a uh, a power bomb when and Roderick Strong comes out and distracts him. Pierce then gets distracted by Roderick Strong, which is an interesting turn of events because we had Paige getting distracted the whole match. But as soon as Pierce gets distracted, Paige is able to reverse a powerbomb into a pin attempt and gets the one, two, three, and ends mm-hmm. up winning this one. Uh, I like this match. Yeah, it was good. It was bad. solid. It was it sh- it really showed off the the experience difference between uh, Paige and Pierce. Uh, and it really show it really gave like the vibe of like them trying to initiate Paige into Ring of Honor, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked it. I don't think it was a mark out, though. It was, like, meh for me. It was, like, fine. It was cool. The story, the story was good. But the wrestling wasn't anything special. It was, like, fine. Uh, So, yeah, I give it a meh. Fair enough. So let's get into the match I gave you to watch, which I believe was Wheeler Utah versus Lee Moriarty from Beyond Wrestling. Correct. Cool. All right, I'm getting my second win. All right, I'm going to get right wins! into this. <laughs> Second win, baby. All right, let's go. All right, this match was so ridiculously smooth that you could probably eat food off the floor would be shined on. This thing was so technical, just so well done. I loved a lot. I loved it. Yeah, this match was uh, baby oil smooth, dude. Basically, yeah. Like, this shit was like, you just took some wax to the floor and just shined it, and it's like, holy fuck. Yeah, yeah. It was was a very, very, very good match. Yeah, so... For my little bit, uh, this beginning of the match basically sums up how well-versed and trained these two are. Because, like, basically, like, if you look at this match and you're, like, looking for high action, you might think to yourself, oh, there's not a lot of action going on. They're not really doing a lot. But when you look really close into this match for, like, the technical stuff, you think to yourself, Mm -hmm. you you realize just how damn good each wrestler is. Like, there's one spot in particular, like, that at first glance doesn't look very hard. But when you think about it, it's just, like, damn, that was a really, that's actually a cool-ass spot that I thought they executed really well. It was the spot where, um... Moriarty's got Yuta's hands pinned to the mat, right? Yes. And Yuta has to arch his back to avoid getting pinned because, like, he can't, like, he, he doesn't want to get pinned, obviously. So uh, Moriarty balances yeah, that's his... that's usually the, so the goal. Moriarty hops up and balances his knees on Yuta's stomach mm-hmm. and is able to, like, hold that position and knee Yuta's legs to knock him down, which, like, at first glance, you think to yourself, oh, it's not that hard. When you think about it, he had to hold him up in the air, use all his core to hold him there, and Moriarty had to have the balance to not fall off the moment that he lifted him up in the air and it just from that point on man like it was just great yeah like, yeah I like this... you could tell that these two were just mm-hmm. like really putting all of, of what they had into this one yep. it was so i good. like the submission off between the two of them after that was really cool with like lee's from lee's slick transition from a surfboard to a fujiwara to yuda quickly escaping it and putting him into a death lock right afterwards mm-hmm. i love i thought that yuda going for the ropes the moment lee countered the death lock was a really nice touch because it just showed how not only how smart yuda is at wrestling but how much he respected lee's ability to really hinder him with that hold yes the match then pops off right after that funnily enough and we mm-hmm. get some really nice uh, fast-paced action between the two of them 
I liked how Moriarty countered a fairly normal spot where one wrestler just leaps up frogs over another one, then rolls backwards into like a wheelbarrow position mm-hmm. for like like a bowl or something like that. And instead of that, sees Yuta go for a backflip and then immediately just flips onto him to roll him up for a second. Thought that was sick. Like that's yes. just like smart Very ring cool. maneuver. Showed how it gave Yuta like a oh shit, Yuta was right to fear this man's ability. I like he was how, right uh, to be scared. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, uh, let's see. Uh, then after that, I think it was Moriarty starts to work over Yuta's arm for a bit. And then uh, the clothesline that Yuta did to get on Moriarty to get a comeback looked great. Like, I think he turned Moriarty inside out. Mm-hmm. The next thing which really caught my eye was just how Moriarty stopped Yuta's offense. was just this awesome Hurricane Rana into a Fujiwara armbar where he literally spun all the way around him into the armbar. Like, that was some Daniel Bryan yeslock shit not, and Gary Gargano, like, Gargano escape. Just some beautiful... Just great. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. I liked the... Uh, so then Moriarty hit a sick combination of kicks that ended with probably the most unique European uppercut I've ever seen. Like, the dude literally knocked Yuta to his knees, used his shoulders as a jumping point to push off him, and then he uppercutted him. Yes. It was... This match was just full of, like, very unique offense. Very unique it. offense. Very technical. Very just smooth. Another yeah. thing I liked was how once Yuta kicked out of this, Moriarty immediately locked in the arm bar, which I always like because it's like a wrestler's smart. They give himself, I'm not going to let you recover. Fuck off. You could get out of that. I'm putting you in another one. <laughs> uh, I like the roll-off, the roll-up off the two of them had just because of how cool it looked and how clean the execution of it was. Mm-hmm. And yeah, finally... These, these, it, it was absolutely bonkers to me how smooth and how clean and how precise every single move was in this match it really was like they put on a fucking clinic and finally i really really loved that how unique but brutal the submission yuda used to win was that shit i've never seen that shit that looks awesome that's like it's like getting someone into a fucking clover leaf, but then putting them in the t- like the tombstone like clover leaf looking hold. I was just like, that is a fucking hold right there. Yeah, that was brutal. That was absolutely brutal. Loved it. For me, I think I'm gonna give this match a. I think I'm gonna give it a high meh because I remember when I finished this match, I didn't feel like a markup, but I remember thinking to myself, that was really that satisfying was really to watch. Really good, yeah. That was a really satisfying match. Yeah, that's fair. Like, yeah, I, I understand that. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's a good match. Like, it's recent too. It's like during the COVID era. Like, they're on like a what is it? They're on like a they're on like yeah. A it was it was um it was a Beyond Wrestling event. It was uh, one of those outdoor events. I think it was like Wear Sunscreen. Or, I think it was from Wear Sunscreen. Yeah, it would make sense. They were out on like a boardwalk. It was hot as hell, it, according to the commentators. It it was two weeks notice. Sorry. Yes, two weeks notice. Yes. December twenty ninth, twenty twenty. Damn, that is cutting it fucking close. No, that yeah, that that's when it got uploaded. Oh, this match my. was in this match was in the summer. You could tell because they're outside. If this match was, if they were wrestling outside in December, I would be impressed. <laughs> God, that would be fucking freezing. That wouldn't. That's, it? that's what I'm saying. It was probably yeah, but it was probably hot as hell, and the ring was black. Ugh. Oh my God! Yeah, you're Ugh. right. Holy shit! <laughs> Oof. Oof. Taking taking bumps on that must have been miserable, or just like oh, laying absolutely. on that for like extended periods of time must have been awful, bro. Doing, like, the submissions they must have done must have been so irritating. Because, like, they're probably sweaty and it's probably easy to slip off of doing shit. Mm-hmm. It's just makes I think they mentioned that in the match at one point where it's, like, yeah, it's, like these, it's like harder for these two to get to, to get submission holds in because they're just sweaty. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do recall the announcers talking about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Good yes, match. 
Indeed, indeed. All right. Uh, so that that does it for another episode of Independent Waters. Uh, thank you all again for listening and tuning in. We really love, we really appreciate all of our listeners, and we really appreciate you guys tuning in every week to listen to me and me and Zach rant about independent wrestling. <laughs> uh so yeah if if you if you want more of this subscribe to this this feed or the count out family feed or the count out network feed where we uh we upload this every single wednesday so come back next week for more independent wrestling and if you're interested in more more wrestling content go check out the rest of the count out network we have shows like hit the books how to talk to your friend about wrestling uh your dose of death so whatever whatever flavor of wrestling you like we probably have a podcast for uh g1 and only another one uh, so we we have a flavor we have a flavor for everything here here on the uh, Count On Network. So if you if you like wrestling content, definitely go subscribe to the uh, the mother the mo- the mothership feed of uh, Count On Network where we have all of our podcasts over there, and you can subscribe to our YouTube channel as well to get all kinds of video content, uh, which is also very cool. And you can go check out our website for everything else that has to do with this podcast this podcast net this podcast network. Uh, everything has to do with the host the different we have archives all kinds of stuff articles now uh so go check it out over there whenever you get the chance and follow us on twitter if you want to hear our thoughts on the world of wrestling and the world in general and uh we this is where we like to interact with our fans most of the time uh we're big we're big twitter users so if you ever want to interact with us or if you want to join the network if you're an upcoming uh writer or podcaster who wants a uh start in the in the the podcast world uh hit us up on twitter uh we'll, we'll be happy to help We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll, t- we'll talk. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, I think that's. And, and if you're into video games, you can go follow me on Twitch.tv Sigil Skyfish. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that about wraps it up for this episode of Independent Waters. Thank you all again for listening. And that, that leaves me with one thing left to say, and that is: remember, there's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring. <laughs>